1: next on Inside Champ Car, he just wants to go fast. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. Back in my normal seat. I'm Brian Belansky. Bill Strong. Hey. There he is. Gun shy from last weekend. You did great, my man. Yeah. That was fun. That was okay. Yeah, it was fun. I went back and looked at it, and I was looking way too relaxed. Yeah. I should not go to dinner with friends before that <laughs> and, and enjoy the uh, the things that come from that, that place on the other side of the restaurant.
0: That's why tonight I have hot chocolate. There you go. Also because it's, like, freaking cold in my house.
1: Yeah. I'd have some peppermint schnapps in my hot chocolate if I had some.
0: The girl is home, her- so she tends to keep her house really you know, cold, cold because, you know— She's young, no job, <laughs> school, not paying, paying for, for the everything. electric. So, yeah. So we end up, you know, turn that stuff down.
1: Yeah. You know? There you go. And yeah, now she has to have our house. Pulled, so. The guy in the big box. That's Alan Martin. Hey, Alan, how are you, sir?
2: Good. How you doing today, Brian?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great. It's a... you Doing all
2: right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm OK. You know, it's
1: been
0: busy. Camp car, you know. We, we work two hours a day.
1: You know, you I have to call 20. Chelsea
0: to wake her up. You know, it's it's just, you know. I don't believe season.
1: that for a second. She's it's calling you to wake you up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, what's nice is she's, so, you know, all the CEOs before me, before her, were on the East Coast, lived on my side of the country. Right. She's actually a time zone over. So I get to sleep an hour later. Oh, there you go. But hey. I have to work an hour later. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Poor thing, poor thing.
0: You need to turn my volume up. I'm...
1: I need to turn your volume up. I I can t- do that, I guess. Yeah,
0: test, test one two. Or you could talk There's into it. the microphone. Well, yeah,
1: yes, yeah, that that would be helpful. Do you get know
0: tire rack? Do you get know what this get, get, is, Bill? Get tire rack? No, I don't know. Oh, that means turn it
1: up. No, it's the world's smallest record player playing "My Heart Bleeds for You." Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: We just have to get the tire rack in there. I don't know if you guys know we signed uh tire rack on for another, I don't know, long time.
1: Very nice. Congratulations. So
0: we're gonna be talking about tire rack a lot next
1: year. Okay. Which is but hey, we got a guest. We do. We do. Yeah. Alan Martin is here with us. Alan, uh we're gonna get to all of your racing exploits in just a second, but we start the show with the same question. And you're this is your first time on the show, so here it comes. How did you get mixed up in this crazy sport we love?
2: Well, it started back about four years ago. With uh, I was in one of the local Mustang clubs meeting uh, up here in Greenville, South Carolina, and Dana Blackhurst from the Chandler School came in and said he needed somebody to work on his Mustang. Nice. And I was sitting back there minding my own business. What's in and my gym, turned, Everybody turned around and pointed directly to him. He said, "He's the man." And um, Dana was running EC with his '96 Cobra with a, a coyote in it, right? And a couple Mazda Miatas and we went down there and ran uh, road Atlanta, and I was hooked.
1: That it doesn't take much, does it?
2: No, it doesn't take much at all. I've always liked going fast and having fun on curves, and this time I get to do it legally and not have to worry about the blue lights behind me.
1: So, so that's how you got involved with Champ Car. Where does your love for cars come from?
2: Uh, I was, since I was about twelve years old, I've worked on cars. Okay, I went to school for auto mechanics and uh, built my first engine, a four point three little. Four point three liter Chevrolet uh, V six and a Cadillac.
0: Wait, wait, and wait, wait. Is, is that really
1: an
2: engine? Unfortunately, yes. Bill, four point three liter V six.
1: Stop that! A little, that's little a
2: small block Chevrolet cut in half.
1: That's a great yep. motor. I had it. A, I had it in an S ten pickup truck. I yep. had one in, a, in hey.
0: an S ten uh, Blazer.
1: Those up- things up- will go forever. The transmission sucked, but the motors were yeah, great. So let
0: me, let me let me break into this real quick. There's a famous guy that races with us. It might have a Corvette or something said that one day he would build a Astro van with that engine turbocharged sitting mid mounted in that Astro van.
1: Oh, that would be fun. That yeah. It would be
0: just an insane turbocharged at that. Definitely yeah. Didn't say that. Yeah. And a great engine. Yes. Okay. Go back. Go ahead.
2: All right. We <laughs> did that and worked on cars with my father most of my life. And uh, then we went to high school and when I got in high school, we took automotive tech and worked on cars for basically 90% of my life. And, uh, until I was in industrial maintenance. Very cool. So, Very cool. Yes. We raced. Uh, what else did I race? I raced go parts, I raced circle tracks, super sixes, all them dirt track. Nice. Nice. So, a lot of different
1: backgrounds get into this bill. A lot of yeah. different uh, paths to champ car. And, um, um, uh, and, and, and champ car but being,
0: a, but there's a theme.
1: They love cars. Well, that will, of yep. course. <laughs> you got love I, that that is kind of the one universal, I, I guess, in the whole thing. But what's interesting with Champ Car, Bill, is that because Champ Car is a younger series, generally speaking, um, most of us found racing from places other than Champ Car. You know, yeah. whether whether it's um, not a lot of people like the first thing they ever did was Champ Car, um, but uh, that's that's kind of cool to, to kind of learn. Well, I
0: mean, it was it was with me. It was more of you know, we found lemons right champ, champ car wasn't around yet though i'm told that lemons was before or sorry chump car was before lemons became a proper company but i don't know okay Who knows where that was from. but um but yeah it was uh we we found this inexpensive racing where you didn't all you needed was a driver's license yep. to go racing and right. that was a, i mean you needed a l- little bit more to do roundy round stuff right
2: not much no, you didn't need any kind of uh, roundy round like in dirt track. Yeah, any holds you was what you had. You come out there drunk, anything, and go have fun. <laughs> I like that drunk. That, hey, hey that's I've one, seen that that's actually. Fun. We're drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I've seen that. I won't tell you where, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's, dude. We're going. That's not as <laughs> encouraged today as it might have been in the past. So yes. I'm not saying it doesn't happen today, yeah. but it's not quite as
2: encouraged today.
1: And <laughs> yeah, some of the
2: it, dirt, spread. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I spent a lot of time at dirt and you know, and the uh paved ovals too. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, what got you? In, so, you, what got you into the uh, the Mustang? Because that's not something that people just
2: go into, is it? I've had a Mustang, my very first Mustang was I got in 1989. My dad bought it, it was a 72 Spirit Edition. Oh, white. Blue racing stripes, two, three or two, automatic. He told me he said, I'm gonna give you that car when you turn, you get your license. When I got my license at uh 15, uh, that's the first car I drove. Very cool. And uh I've always loved Mustangs. So
0: there's a and guy down there there's a guy around the road for me that had a sixty-eight or sixty-seven uh green fastback. Yep. And it sat there for years, just sitting there. Was that the split there, window tires? But it just set in. No, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this is a, a Mustang. Okay. Two eighty nine, and it just sat there. And I, when I was, I got my license. I wanted a Mustang really bad, and I went up to the up to the guy and said, hey, you know, I'd love to buy your car. Of course, I had no money. At <laughs> and a half. But uh, you know, he's like, yeah. Well, he says, if you can get it running, you can have it. Oh. I'm pretty certain now, looking back. <laughs> that engine was seized because we could not get it to turn over for the life to put it on it. No matter how many batteries you stuck in it.
1: Oh, uh, he knew you were never getting that thing oh, yeah. started.
0: He knew I was never. I think there was probably an agreement with my dad. You know.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So Mustangs your whole life? Have you, did you vary from that, or or was that pretty much the the, the the course and you stayed the course?
2: Uh, I had one Camaro.
1: Wow. Um,
2: it was a, it was an IROC. I had it for about three weeks, three weeks, okay. and then uh, um, my heart just went, let me drive it. It only ran, it only do 80 miles an hour, it's a little 305. So I was like, yeah, this thing's got to go. Uh-huh. And then uh, Mustangs, Mustangs, Mustangs. Then I got uh, an F-150, but I still had a Mustang.
1: Because well, you got to tow the Mustang, because it's a well, Ford. Well, no,
2: not that. Well, you do have to tow Mustang quite a bit, <laughs> but just not on endurance track, though
0: yeah <laughs> so did you try the uh drag racing thing you know that every teenager uh, goes through
2: yes sir i actually live uh about half mile and a half from a drag strip right now okay and i can't tell you the last time i was there
0: <laughs> yeah i tried i had one of those like five and a half second reaction times which i guess is not good
2: but you know no, no. we had a uh, drag race i used to drag race drag uh-oh. race
0: uh-oh brian's breaking out the uh the hardware
1: first runner-up, yeah. Great Lakes Dragway, Union Grove, Wait. Wisconsin.
0: First runner-up is that the same thing as first it's, loser? That uh, is, it is,
1: it is. <laughs> but to get to first, and this is Pontiac days in 1991. Ah. It was a, it was a Fiero, and it, I had to beat Wait. a Corvette.
2: Oh, so you're not drag racing. You're bracket racing.
1: Yeah, bracket racing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, so I sure beat it. A...
0: wasn't a Pontiac, one of those Pontiac Aztecs?
1: Nope, 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 nope. Stop. Don't pick on me. Anyway, <laughs> I, I had to beat a Fiero to get into the, fi- or a Corvette to get in the finals. And then I lost to a Corvette, a different Corvette in the finals. Hmm.
2: So, yeah, that reaction. When yeah. I used to race, we had a guy that ran nothing, up. he had ran a Plymouth value. A six-cylinder automatic. Yep. He would run like 12 flats all day long. Yeah. And uh, so we couldn't beat him. He would dial 12.001 and we could not beat him no matter what we tried.
1: Well, let's just say I was nowhere near 12 flat.
2: You probably were like 15. 17,
1: 17, 18. I think it was, yeah, 18, 19, somewhere in that area.
0: Man. Was it a 2M4 or the. Or it the, was the four cylinder. The four cylinder. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Whatever that thing. Iron yeah. Duke. The 2.8. Yeah, great motor.
0: Oh, a V point eight is a V six. No, yeah, that it, it was
1: a two yeah. then.
2: Or you mean a two four?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. that's an Iron
2: Duke. Ah, those that's were a the pretty days.
0: damn good engine.
2: Yeah, as long as you Which keep oil in it. <laughs> the two way, not, they break the crankshaft all the time. Oh, uh, okay. And
0: yeah, we've had a few of those guys racing champ car
2: back in the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Two five. Yes. I think okay. Tim, yeah. I think Timothy's two right. Five. So yeah, that's cars. a long time ago. If I could get myself my hands on another one of those, though, I'd buy another Fiero at a heartbeat. Those were so much fun.
0: I I sold them brand new in 1988 when I got out of the Air Force. I yeah. went to work for a Dodge and a Pontiac dealership and stuff, and they were actually nice cars. Yeah, so last model year, the '88,
1: yeah, were actually a really nice car. Yep, so. good engine. So what are you doing I, I now? Loved, I, oh, yeah,
2: no, no, that's right. That's
1: yeah, so, so. What are you up to now? What What's the cars in the in that you you towed a Champ car now?
2: Uh, the cars I got currently are two old spec iron cars. They're uh, SN90, S197 Mustangs. They're okay. three, three valves. One's a 05. The other one's a 07 body and white. Um, The 605's one we ran at uh, VIR and we had we end up winning the D-Class VIR. Um, mm-hmm. And the 606 will be de- debuting at Sebring.
1: Who's the oh, pet? No, sorry. no, no. We got to know who's the dog. This is a running yeah. joke.
2: But uh, we'll be uh, debuting at C, uh, 6.06 at Sebring. And, nice. Uh, so we'll be seeing how it goes. And it actually feels like it's got more power and fire okay. than 6.05. But we know on the dyno what it does. They're both can, fork monitors.
0: Can you whoop up on that Rick Broussard, dude? <laughs>
2: Rick? I like Rick. Um, me and Rick has been talking quite a bit. We're trying to get these Mustangs finished 1, 2, and 3 at Sebring. And uh, D-Class or overall or however, whatever we need to do to make sure we're there. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, Sebring's,
0: Sebring's tough. Now, Fords don't really have that great of a reputation at Sebring, except for a GT40 or some you know,
3: those yeah. race car ones.
0: But <laughs> that track is really rough. It will shake every nut and bolt because that's all SAE threads and stuff, right?
2: Uh no the o five the o five to nine is mainly metric
1: yeah that should be all metric oh, so by it'll then. win
2: it'll win it'll win <laughs> and see the only other thing about the Mustang this is the my original OG six hundred five we ran it at Sebring and we actually did pretty good with it um it's just I couldn't keep it cool that was the problem we had with it the oil temp kept going hot and we were at max points so we couldn't put an oil cooler or nothing on but is that um. That
0: straightaway Does that really hurt it? Those those actually there's a few straightaways.
2: No, straightaways are fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the corners or
2: it, yeah, would you turn? S- no, it turns. breaking. I mean, if you go back and look at the VIR picture pictures and the videos, I think we're passing who's the poor I mean the uh, uh boxers. Is that Atlanta Speedworks? The little orange a bunch
0: ones? Of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ray was passing both them together uh back on the back straightaways through the S. Yeah. And
0: yeah. uh Ray says he knows how to race. Well,
2: he does. The car is fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did say it was pretty quick. He, he talks yeah. good about that car.
2: Yeah. And the brakes, we can, at Amp, uh, we could outbrake anybody in the corners. And that's unusual for a Mustang. We'd be going down through the front straightaways. And I think we were like 115, 120 down the front straightaway. And when we hit the brakes at the three, going in turn one, we were running probably a 95 to 100, stopping and turning.
0: But normally and, with the uh, mustangs, if they did, if we didn't have walls around that track, it'd be a pretty dangerous place,
2: especially for the crowds. would the, <laughs> you know, it's not the cars; it's the people that stand in front of in the way yeah. where the car wants to yeah. go. Yeah.
0: yeah, where it wants to go? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Wild stallions—they do what yeah, right. they want. Yeah,
2: that's right. They let them run. Let the ponies run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: it. Oh, uh, That's funny.
2: Oh, I've heard it all, man. I've heard it all about people talking junk about the mustangs and they can't they can't handle they can't brakes or they don't have enough fuel or, yeah now oh, that sorry. Is a that's a
0: SN, sorry that's the sorry that's the SN95 cobra yeah. yeah yeah sorry they don't have enough fuel they don't get you know we, we don't let them have certain things which means they can't win even yeah. though they keep posting pictures of these massive amount of trophies on the top of their car they
1: can't win
2: yeah so. give me give me a 20 gallon fuel cell or 25 gallon fuel cell i'll make that sucker handle yeah
1: well, yeah. I mean, you, what is it? 18 is what's allowed. 18 on that one, yes. Yeah, so put it in an 18 gallon cell and tw- and like 11 gallons worth of hose.
2: Well, I no, we can't do that anymore. Oh shit!
1: Yeah, we we so we
0: we were I don't know. I'm such a we bad one influence. The first to, no, we were one of the first to do that. My MR2 had a three inch tube going from the fuel <laughs> tank all the way back around the engine to the trunk. Around, around the, the engine, so that was smart. Around the engine, over the transmission, and back over to the right hand side of the trunk because you're far away, you're fueling as far away from putting the driver in as you can. It's safety.
1: So, you were driving a four wheel three three M80. gallons
0: of extra fuel in it. Yes, in
1: a tube, <laughs> you, you, you were driving right. a, f- a four wheel oh. cherry bomb. <laughs> <laughs> It was
0: heavy. I had, was I had a lot heavy. of extra protection in there, but it was heavy. Yeah.
1: That liquid protection. Yeah, that's right. Pretty much, that's right. And you had to have liquid courage to get behind the wheel of that thing.
0: And that 300 horsepower Toyota V6 just ate through that fuel before you. Before we were done with like three or four laps, it was back down the start. There you go. I'm well, kidding. see,
2: wasn't like, that. Uh, We get about at VR We got about an hour and a half out of out of a, a full set.
0: Okay, that's not oh, too bad. A second, Jimmy just said 18 minutes.
1: I guess I said mr Two. Eighteen minutes. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too uh, yeah too so do you get people just uh, calling you up and say, "Hey, man, I got a Mustang. You want you want it?" Or I saw one driving by a road, and
1: you know. You
2: yeah, I get people all the time that uh, calls me and say, "Hey, I got this Mustang," or "Hey, I got a buddy selling a Mustang or parts, and I need this, I need that." And shoot, that's how we got the six the second car. I got a guy guy said he wanted to run with us next year, and uh, we worked out a deal and got a second car.
0: Great, great, yes. So. so, so when we were given the uh Opel GT, there you go. Um, everybody take a drink. Drink, we were given
1: the Opel GT. Oh, the, he, you uh, already mentioned MR2, we should have both drank twice by now. Yeah,
0: the guy, uh, the guy had two of them, one in his drive that wasn't in all that great shape, it was a good parts car, right. And I took the good one home, and we were going to go back and get it. But life <laughs> got in the way. We had to prep that car for Sebring and a bunch of other stuff. And it just, you know, what is it, six years now, I think it was, five or six years? And a guy messaged me on LinkedIn and said, hey, man, I still got this car here waiting for you. <laughs> hmm. That's great. So I guess i go get another car.
2: That's great. Hey, we should Another part. Yeah, I need
0: a door. That's, you know, because Huggins' dad hit my door and dented it all up pretty
2: good. That's a champ car, ain't it? You're supposed to have a dented car.
0: Yeah, well, it's a '60s car, so, you know.
3: Yeah,
2: what, is,
0: yeah. what does that He's have to
2: kinda, do with it? Hey, it I like my nice. cars look good. So. Yeah,
0: it got to look good, man. All right. It's, like me, you know, chicks dig, wait, no, chicks digs car. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Moving on.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> All right, so so I spent a little time in one of those s 190 sevens this past two weeks ago and um they're just a hoot by the way to drive I'd, I'd never driven a mustang like
2: that before and uh it was a lot of fun these cars have wishbone i mean not wishbone excuse me they have a Panhard style suspension in there yep. three a three link. they have the brakes oh my god the brakes are outstanding compared to what they are car weighs 3200 pounds yeah not
1: with me in so- it but
2: well, I'm not exactly small either. but uh, so the, it, the car with me in it weighs thirty three seventy five. Okay, uh, with a full tank of fuel. Yeah, so, and it makes makes good horsepower.
1: Sure. Yeah. No. No. I was able to make it do what I wanted it to do, and it pretty much listened to me. And that's I, I just like a car that listens to me. If I if I make it if I make the back end come out, great. If I don't make it come out, it shouldn't come out. Right. <laughs> you know. Well,
2: the thing. The thing with the cars that you got to pay attention to on these cars versus driving like a uh, Mazda Miata or a BMW is when you go in, coming out of the corners on these cars, if the car wants to drift on you and go sideways, let it drift on you. and Don't try to overcorrect it. The car's going to straighten itself out tell it where it wants to go. Right.
0: Usually, if there's one of those BMW Miatas sitting right next to you, they'll help you straighten out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they will. So, we like, you know, what does a horse a Mustang do to a fly? What? It's swats <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: not that that's, you know, legal to do, by the way.
2: No, it's not. Ch-
0: Chelsea won't go for that. Jackie won't go for that. Andy won't go for it anymore. Right? No,
2: no, no. We don't, we don't, try, we don't try to, we try to bring them home in the same color that you love. Yeah. Same yeah.
1: color. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't you want, know, it.
2: we did get no accent colors. No accent colors. We did get rubbed a little bit, but you know it is what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, your your parts farm guy is telling you that your your car weighs thirty seven hundred and fifty five pounds. Tell him Hun. that's a pretty that's a pretty porky car, man.
3: Shh! Don't tell him <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> so what's the no. key? So that, wait, wait. That means Versailles' car weighs what? Twenty two hundred?
2: Nah, his uh, our car is about the same weight. That automatic is a little bit lighter. I mean, a little bit heavier than the manual.
0: Oh, that's right. right. You're running an automatic, aren't you?
2: I'm running the manual. He's oh, running okay. automatic. That's yeah. right. So I knew somebody was. Yeah. Yeah. So, how come, he can't love beat an,
0: how come he can't beat an automatic?
2: Because we start five more laps down than him.
0: Oh, okay. That would do yeah. it. That
2: would do it. Yep. That will do it. But, you know, next year we'll be to 520. So maybe we can put some more champ car people in it and get them to get a slower down VPI index next year.
0: <laughs> that's not how it that's not how it works. What do I I understand that.
2: But, but they, when they see how slow the car is, they're like, hey man, we gotta give them a break. This car sucks. See, we
0: so, put Chelsea in the car. The problem is Chelsea is a Camaro girl. She's uh, not yeah, she's not a uh, a Mustang person, though I don't think she'd say no to a Mustang. So
2: I don't know. Tell Chelsea we'll put her in the car, let her take a few laps to see There you go. And practice so you know, She
0: might need a phone book.
2: I, I know I have adjustable seats. <laughs> my seat fully slides back and forth. I, I'm
0: saying all this because they're in a board meeting right now, so
2: <laughs> she's not listening. <laughs> no, that's my <not>, Okay.
0: <laughs> she's not listening.
1: That's good. That's good. So what does it take to make this car go fast from a mechanical standpoint? What 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 is the key thing, the key upgrade for this thing?
2: Uh, Can't do anything. The car has to be stopped. You can't do any headers. You can't do cams. You can't do... Anything special to the car to give it increase the horsepower to basically it's a stock engine and just get a good stock engine and make sure you got good parts and keep going.
1: Right, right. Rev
2: it to like nine, right? No, our <sighs> rev limer is 6,500. Okay. Yeah. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty tame. Yeah. yeah. But at 6,500, we're making north of 300, so.
0: All right. Yeah, but you got to sh- shove around 3,722 pounds.
2: Well, that's true, but you know that's that's all it that matters. We do it and well when you got three fifteens on it and <laughs> Yeah, you run it and you have fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's another Mustang around that's got those three three hundred whatever wide tires on all four corners that just looks so badass. That's seventy Mustang out of Texas. hmm So one of my favorite Mustangs in the in the uh the group of Mustangs that race with us and there's a Excuse me. There's a lot more actually coming out to race with us. Um, well, they're
2: seeing what the s 197s will do.
0: What now? How does that V8 compare? Of course, the V you know the V8 going to have a ton of horsepower, but to a V6, V6 is obviously going to get a l- probably a little better gas mileage
2: out of that. It vehicle. depends. It depends on the year of V6. The uh, 4.0 liter V6 is a good motor. It's basically the same as in the Explorer, the tr- uh, the pickup truck, the right. Real Ranger. Uh, the problem with the 4.0 is the timing chain. They get one with mileage on it, timing chains go bad. Now, the 3.7, they send the, uh, once y'all just allowed the 10-up cars mm-hmm. with a uh, the six-speed transmission, that 3.7 will give a, a stock 2 four 4.6, mm-hmm. a run for its money. They make about three 290 to 300 rear wheel horsepower. Mm-hmm. So that car, if people build that car next year and start running them 3.7s, they'll make good little horsepower and have fun. Yeah.
1: Right. And and how much of a advantage on the gas mileage do you think that is?
2: Uh I think they get like twenty one. I get about fourteen
1: Okay.
0: That's twenty one in the city. So you're talking wide open throttle.
2: It's wide open it's, throttle according it's to still my still gonna data. be three
0: hundred horsepower worth of fuel Yeah. Billions, so it doesn't matter.
2: Well on my uh speedometer I have a uh mile per hour and it tells my gas mileage and stuff how long we've been in it sure and how much fuel's left the empty the trip and all that yeah. when we're running wide open throttle we get like 11.7 to 12 miles to the gallon okay wide open throttle. yep holy
0: how does that confirm to the uh how much fuel you put in it it's pretty
2: accurate left? oh wow yeah huh huh so that just that's means why I- you
0: need to get on the gas a bit
2: more there buddy well you know i had to make it last (laughs) it's not about horsepower it's not about uh uh, it's it's endurance you got to make the car last yeah and that's what we try to do we go out there and now at amp we destroyed a transmission third gear and fourth gear so we couldn't do anything the last day for right around in fourth gear wait a second.
3: uh, wait wait wait
0: (laughs) wait that means uh, that means tim elliott's getting like 40 miles to the gallon out there with
2: his rabbit (laughs) <laughs> yeah the rabbit's actually getting pretty pretty good mo- pretty good gas mileage uh, uh the, the is rabbits. He, saying
0: he loves to pass mustangs at road america they they must have been in the pit lane they had
2: to have been in a pit because <laughs> i'm not gonna get that oh, i mean or, i'm not gonna get passed by no rabbits at road america or,
1: or in the gravel trap at canada corner
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll see oh, this year God. we'll be there
1: good stuff good stuff yeah what, um, and how do you, how do you hustle that thing on the racetrack? Where does it like to go? Where does it not like to go?
2: Um, it depends on the track. VIR, you can put it anywhere you want to. Rumble strips on the track, off the, tr- off the track, rumble strips, corners, wherever you wanted to go. Um, Sebring, we've never run this car Sebring. Okay. So I, I can't tell you, but, um, it likes the corners. It likes the, um uh, long straightaways, of course, Any pony likes to run. Sure. And um, when we get it in Daytona, Daytona should be fun with that on the back straightaway on the, with, the, uh, with the car the way it's set up. It should be a blast. But the apexes, it likes uh, when you're coming off, like you're going towards the S's, this chains, and it's just the car will get a little bit loose on you if you're not prepared for it. Right. So if um, some of the GT3 drivers we had driving at uh, Road Atlanta, they were like, this car is funner than my GT3 car because of the way it. It doesn't have all the safety features. It doesn't have the traction control. It doesn't have the stability to control it. It's a bare bones car has ABS has um, the uh, ABS and stuff on it, but it doesn't have the traction control, the GT, uh, the uh, stability. So when you go in a corner, you're going to feel the car. The car is going to tell you, you got to drive it by the seat of your pants. You can't drive it like you drive a sim. So it's pretty old school. Yeah, exactly. But it's got a horsepower and a handling of the new school.
1: Sure.
0: Sure. Is it easy for another guy to come in and from a different platform and kind of, you know, take the reins of it?
2: The two car, two guys that we had uh, at AMP that raced with us in six hundred five, uh, Brandon and uh, Anthony. They got in. They both were uh, HPD drivers from Modellana. They got in a car, drove it uh, within fifteen laps. They were doing lap times like uh, everybody else. Oh, cool. We <laughs> were me christian and uh a couple other drivers who drive the car that drove it at, uh Amp. we were all within a half a second of each other so that's saying a lot about being able to put somebody in the car that's never drove the car before how good the car handles and stops and the suspension and so how is that
0: body mustang good at high speed i mean does it does it get light does it feel light does it feel like it's uh the nose is going down and you're getting some you know, camber changes or the rear's getting a little a little light?
2: I, I have say. videos from when we are at uh, VIR in the car. We're at VIR, the back straightaway on test day was running 147 miles an hour coming up from Oak Tree, going up mm-hmm. before you went into hog Um, It felt like the car, had, right as you got up to the crest of the hill, it felt like the car wanted to, uh, like the steering got light. But at the same time, I can't run a front splitter or anything to hold it down. Right. So uh, that's why I put the gap. Do in you the think
0: list. it was holding down or kind of? Because I've had that with the MR2 where it would just change the camber, which changes the toe and everything. So yeah. it always feels a little different. It, I mean, it would feel light.
2: It would feel light at the end, but after I think it was like the car was trying to lift a little bit, okay. but just barely coming up, maybe a quarter inch or something. Because you could see it in the videos where the car was squatted, and then it would start coming up. Oh, You'd if like it get it, yeah, right. But, that's what uh, we I mean, did.
0: At Road Atlanta was the best for us at getting video and, and pictures of the cars with the arrow working because you, you could see it go by you in, in yeah. you know side-by-side views. So are you allowed
1: so the, to vent the
2: hood at all? You can vent the hood all you want. Because I would there.
1: think if you vent the hood a little bit, it would take some of that air out from under the car and yep. maybe it wouldn't lift up like that at those higher speeds. Because it sounds like that's, that's just hood lift, right? Yep. We did that already. Very cool. We did, we did more vents. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. So what's on your schedule for 2024?
2: Uh, Sebring uh, is the first race. And then we're going to uh, Road Atlanta. Right. Then we're going to NCM. And then we're going to Daytona. And then we're going to uh, basically all the big tracks. We're probably going to try to do tw- eight to 10 tracks next year.
0: Nice. I'd love to see a Mustang win at NCM. That'd be kind of fun.
2: We did it uh, last year in uh, uh, in our class and. D-Class last year. There you go. That was the first win there. It was the win that was white and blue after we got hit real bad at Road Oh, yeah. Right. And um, all we did on that in that case is just change rear end and beat the quarter panel out.
0: Being an American car, it's pretty easy to buy parts for everywhere.
2: Yes. That is one thing I like. And when we go to the track, we take everything with us because yeah. we don't know what's going to break.
1: Right. So when um, when a Ford wins at NCM. Do they have to get a special dispensation from the Pope to get the trophy out? Because yeah. that seems rather um, um, like some sort of travesty of... Sacrilege. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does yeah. kind of feel a little sacrilegious to me,
2: being well, a Chevy guy myself. When you're not a Chevrolet guy, it it makes you kind of feel good. Oh, to, sure it uh, does. <laughs> to watch them crack heads, every valve rattles, oil leaks every time, Chevrolet. <laughs>
0: I don't know, I've driven the uh, the Bliss Camaro, which was fun, absolutely fun to drive. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, Mustang, when you were talking about doing 100, and f- I don't know, 100 million miles an hour down the back straight, <laughs> I was in a Mini that day, that weekend, and um, going down the back straight, sitting in the Mini, John Wittenauer's Mini, and it was really fun, fast car, up until you got on the straightaway in a lot of those mustang guys made it a point to see how close they could come to me at 145 miles an hour while i'm hit john no. what was i doing one, one f- or 98
2: i'd say you weren't doing 140
0: <laughs> 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 if you do
2: 140 in a mini oh my god
0: uh, that it was crazy it that whole car shook like crazy scared the hell out of me a couple of times not as bad as the visceral porsche did and it talked to ron about that later and I forget who was driving it, but uh, yeah, he said, "Yeah, I noticed the car kind of do this wiggle thing, and a lot of that was because of me getting this scared out of me." But um, yeah, it was fun I was yep. racing with you guys. Though. But after, the, after that first time, I kept an eye out. I, I you know, you're watching that <laughs> mirror the whole time. Okay, who's going to come up and don't realize I'm only doing 100 miles an hour? 110, 110 top. Of, yeah, he said 110 miles an hour. Yeah, so.
1: big difference. So yeah. when you're Bill, when you've it. got your eyes plastered on your rear view mirror, how do you know when to turn in?
0: Uh, I that's my home track. So oh, okay. Whenever the whenever the it feels squishy, I've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I've told you the story about, you know, taking in that we were talking earlier about the fog at, at VIR a couple of years ago. Yeah. And um the uh taking Chelsea out, kind of doing a preview, can we see the signs and stuff? And I was so used to you know, your timing at that track <laughs> is you know you, you you're used to doing a certain speed you know cadence or
3: whatever right and
0: you're kind of going along and you go to turn well if you're not doing that speed your timing is way off and oh almost yeah way
3: yep. off and almost killed yeah
0: <laughs> which they still talk about today. jimmy <laughs> yeah going up the S as i turn too soon way too soon like about where the uh corner worker is after the bridge you, turn, right you turned you turned it fifth
1: at the 500 marker. no
0: in. no i mean because it's not turned but you know kind of veer the car yeah 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 you couldn't you could not see past the hood of my RAM. So. uh
1: yeah. funny
0: yeah um so uh sebring you're doing road atlanta yes sir and uh that's going to be a fun race uh coming up on i think about a third of the seats sold out of that one or might be at halfway i think we said that one at. 65 and then we'll move it up as as, we, as chelsea sees fit yeah but, but yeah sebring sold out 100 cars yep she sent out the uh email today with the pit lane assignments which is yep, pretty filled up the g- garage assignments now there's still a lot of garages open for rent so uh, if you want a garage you can give chelsea an email and we'll get you set up on that very can cool send an email to laura O'Rourke. You can get all the emails on the contact us page on the website and give me Laura an uh, email and we'll get you set up in the garage. Pretty but a cool. um, bunch of them left. So, uh, you got everything packed up already? So, that right after Christmas, you can head south?
2: Not yet. We still got to load the trailer and uh, we're just got the cars out of Lima today. We had them um, aligned and all that stuff set up on, on tow, the camber caster. Everything's set up on the card, make sure it's ready. We got uh did the full way out on it. So that's why I know exactly what they weigh today. Hmm. And uh <laughs> and um we're having a, we have another dyno session tomorrow to uh finish up the final tunes on them and we got to uh finish up installing the sentinel camera system venom. So
0: dyno sessions. You know, there was a day when we just threw a junkyard engine in, in our trump card, went racing. I, I guess that's a thing of the past.
2: Well, my engines are junkyard engines.
1: So why do you dyno
2: them? Because I want to make sure that junkyard engine is going to last more than 20 minutes.
1: Okay, so so uh, your your purpose is case. not to, to check for, you know, top performance. It's to make sure it, it's all in one piece and nothing's leaking and, and everything is nice and tight and inside.
2: Reliability.
1: Got it. Okay, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, because you can't really drive these cars on the street around the block. because usually after about lap three of... You know the circuit that you've developed mm-hmm. over the years. The
1: neighbors tend to get really pissed off. It, it's only one neighbor, and well, and usually yeah, she's named Gertrude, right? <laughs> we I have
3: told pretty you good
0: don't neighbors. call the sheriff. Stop calling the sheriff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we have pretty good neighbors, so we don't normally have to worry about that too much. Yeah. And plus, we could it'll, to give us a chance check the uh, with the Dino jet two twenty four XLC we use. Um, it's got an eddy current load break on it, so we can do like a basically a, a loaded run and tell me just see what the car is going to do under a break up or anything of that nature, and put some break like we've changed in the rear gear or anything of that nature. Break it in that way we will not have to worry about hey, we got to break this rear in a racetrack before we go right. beating on it.
0: Right. So, do you use that shaker rig? Do you use one of those? No,
2: I don't have a I don't have a shotgun.
0: Yeah, just wondering.
2: Not yet
0: I read, I read that on the forum a couple of years ago. I'm about to shake.
2: Yeah. I thought so all, not all, all those V8 guys had that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm, I, I, hey, I'm section eight racing. We're broke.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I had to look up section eight. What, what that was. It was. That was funny. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. So I yeah. thought it was because you're racing, you live in section eight housing. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was my thought process. So
2: no, 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 we, we just, uh, We were actually at NCM. We had just had our uh, first win with that car, and uh, one of the guys, one of our pick crew that was with us said, it used to be spare parts racing because that's all we had, a lot of spare parts. And the guy said, "Uh, you know, this is Section 8. Y'all on a low low budget. Y'all ought to name it Section 8 Racing. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Done. That's what I said. Done.
1: Yeah. That's That's too good. That's too good. Anything
0: uh, else, Bill, before we with these guys are disagreeing with me on the Internet, saying that, you know, you can drive your race car on the street.
2: We do. We drove them today the yeah. to the yeah. alignment. I job. forget.
0: I, I live up in, you know, the northern part of the south, you know, where yeah. we're, you know, we have laws <laughs> and, you know, it's things, you we know, don't not have like this or no. yeah. That's not, not, that, going not that dirty south or whatever they call it. Not I think the yeah, difference
1: we're... is, Bill, is that people like Alan. <laughs> and your neighbors might not They're like just, you so much. No, nah,
0: it's, it's, yeah. That
2: might be it. Hey, it's my mother in Come on. We drove five miles today to the alignment shop, had the cars aligned, turned around, drove back, and did stopped at the end of our driveway. I got a uh, like a 300-foot burnout pad <laughs> and did nasty nasty burnouts uh, and pulled into the shop.
0: Okay. With right. both cars. What do you have on that infinity? That infinity does really well for D class. And he just, all of a sudden, he'll appear at the front, right at the end. We don't know how. We think he takes shortcuts. We haven't been able to find him. What do you think? What do you have for that for that infinity?
2: Well, for the sharp car, I got the bait. Dump, <laughs> <got the> <laughs> dump. Dum. Oh, I love it. Dump, dump. Yeah. Dum. Nah, it's, it's sharp. Dum, it's, fast. it's fast and reliable. But uh, it's just, we're just going to take the Mustangs and uh, we're going to hook up. We're going to draft all we can and uh, go have fun. There yeah. we go. And just, we got good drivers and uh, the cars are very good shape and they got plenty of power and they got plenty of fuel. And it's the key is on the entire racing is making the car last and get in and out pits quick. Right. And, and we have it- a good pit stop.
0: And I know Ed doesn't have any windows in that car, barely
2: any sheet metal in that car. So he should be able to see
0: you coming up on him pretty quick.
2: We, well, I mean, it is a shark. that has been taking a lot of bites out of it and catching all the fish and all that good stuff. So, yeah, but we did get one of, uh, Ed's, uh, shark car drivers is going to be driving with us, uh, at Sebring. There you go. So, <laughs> so um, so we we'll get some, to,
0: we, we might need to have some, uh, some cameras down there to look at all that fight going on down in the pit
2: lane. Hey, that's what we got uh sentinel for. There we go. There us. we go. There we go. Yep. Yep. We got a three-camera system, and uh so we'll be going live and Ooh. get it all on chat park. Yeah, we should have a sentinel
0: system for next year as well. So
2: yeah, yeah. I was talking to the guy about it. And we got uh we got to get our phone lines still hooked up and. Talking to Eric, the guy you had on last week. Yep, yep. yep. And um, he's hooking us up on the phone lines this week, and uh, cool, we'll get all that done and program, finish putting them in tomorrow, and dyno and load them up and be ready to go by, by Wednesday next week.
0: So you guys, being that you're Ford owners, you have one of those really big car carrier, you know, semi truck things, or you do open
2: trailer? No, we got a uh, we got a forty two foot. This will be the second race in this trailer. we got a forty two uh forty foot enclosed.
0: Any good with, trailer uh, stories
2: over the years? Oh my god. You know, I could tell you a like, lot of them. But you're
0: driving along and you're you see a trailer going by you like like <laughs> No. No,
2: nah, not like that. We make sure my stuff's tied down, but I could tell you some good trailer stories, but a lot of it'll piss some people off, so I don't want to say <laughs> that. <laughs> All right,
0: Brian. Get it out of him, Brian. Get him out of him.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not I I I promised I'll be good. I'm gonna <laughs> keep my keep my stuff good. So it's uh, better not to say nothing at all than say oh, something. Yeah. To me. That's
1: yeah. what they say. That's what my mother always used to tell me. Yep. So oh.
2: we'll get the uh all the trailers loaded up and um get everything hooked up and put this old uh old six seven in the wind.
1: So any any sponsors, any partners you wanna thank, any any crew members?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I got um we got several good sponsors. First I'd like to thank all our crew members, Christian Christian Emery, uh Charlie. You know, he was Charlie Brown on our little uh um uh, demo I mean our little uh show we had that had the uh the documentary on VIR. Oh yeah my sponsor, yeah, oh. yeah uh Chris, um uh, Chris Need, him and his uh business, uh Matt, Reaper Custom Fabrication, the Parts Farm, Rob Bowen. Um let me see, uh, Express Auto Glass. Uh we got CNR Auto Salvage which is Kristen's business. Um, who else is my sponsors? Uh we got one of them that's just new. This uh it's called uh bung uh appliances. And they make all kind of shirts and stuff that's has different different sayings. It'll be pretty fun. And of course Sentinel and um Champ Car and just a different we're just out to have fun.
1: I love that part. out and, to have uh, fun. That's what it's all about cause if it ain't fun, yeah. why do it, right? Yeah right. cost and too much got, Cost too much money to do it if it's not fun,
2: right. And you got Ray out there and a guy's last name's not damn it. he uh, he helps us out a lot and uh, owns his car and sponsor not a sponsor. but uh, we run his name on the car because he I just like the way he deals and drives and all that good stuff.
1: Cool.
0: yeah, he's a wheeler. I, I, yeah know, he is he he uh, he impresses me more and more.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, he used to yell and scream at me for passing him in, in, our, in our car like he, but uh, you put him in a good car and he does pretty
2: well. Yeah. So for when he, uh, uh, tornado was coming after him. Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. That sucked.
1: Uh, I love it was
0: it. coming after could... him, not me. It was him. You <laughs> 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 were just holding on
1: for dear life. I was just sitting there.
2: Oh. <laughs> Almost a Yeah. Move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that, yeah, that would have been a nightmare.
1: Uh, definitely a character building <laughs> moment.
2: Oh yes, definitely that it was. Yeah. I mean, and it's yeah. like, oh my god! I we were driving up the other day to pick a car up, and was going through uh, the uh, tornadoes that hit Tennessee a couple right. weeks ago last week. I was driving up; we were right behind ahead of them. Yeah. So it, we were. Our phone was going crazy, getting tornado warnings, tornado warnings, tornado warnings. Yeah. We looked at the map, and we were right in front of them.
0: And I want to say there was a race I did in, oh, when I, um, after MSR Houston, I headed home um, in my MR2 and and um, went through a storm just like we, Ray and I said. And right. now I think about that going, yeah, I was stupid for doing what I did. <laughs> of course, you know, everything was running parallel to us. So we, we missed everything. But there's that chance that, you know. Yep. Could have been bad, but yeah. now that I've been through it, it's like, yeah, we're gonna wait a day. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna wait for the we're gonna leave in the morning when nothing happens. You know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now I remember as a kid growing up in Wisconsin, we had one of these Radio Shack uh, weather weather alert radios, and it would go off ten times a year, and we'd all grab our pillows and head down into the basement, and we had these little. Cots in the basement, and we'd sleep in the basement until all clear, and then we go back up to bed. And we'd done that five or ten times a year, so mad respect for towns. That's a one good thing, Bill. I, you know, I've I've traded tornadoes for earthquakes, um, but
0: I like earthquakes. Kinda, I've been through many, many, many some really big ones, and yeah. I will take an earthquake. Like my mom said, my my family's from Oklahoma. Yeah, my mom said I will take an earthquake for a tornado. Anytime,
1: yeah. So it's anyway, but good stuff, Alan. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate yes, it. Sir. Good luck at Sebring, yes. and we're um, going to need it. Um, you know, don't have too much fun. We, we, do me a favor though. Would you torment Bill as much as you possibly can? No,
2: I am. There's a I'm, line. There's a line. Well, I'm probably about a hundredth in line to torment him. <laughs> <them>. Good, <laughs> good. But we just got to figure out who number one is. Pay him off to get him to torment Bill more.
0: Nice. Yeah. Remember, nice. I'm in charge of the
2: logs. So. Yes,
3: exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I swear, yeah. Chelsea. I heard it on the radio. <laughs> all the mustangs, all the mustangs, they just drifted into each other.
1: Yeah, they all broke yeah. the sound. <laughs> they all, they're all against the sound wor- barrier.
0: Oh, sound. Yeah, that would be. Can yeah. always blame too it on loud. sound.
2: Hey. That number eleven, too loud. <laughs> yeah. What is what is the sound barrier uh, down there right
0: 80, now? 86 dB. It's uh, everywhere. is 86 dB. Or 96
1: ninety six. I say 86. I think know what it is. My 96. Honda Fit does 86.
2: <laughs> I know last year somebody told me uh, when they did the Mustangs, he said the car sounds too quiet. That's good. Yeah, well, that was you with it, NCM. Yeah. He said the car's yeah. too quiet.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because there was somebody beside you. Yeah, just yeah.
1: make sure you're near a, a Boxster every time and you won't have to worry about your sound. Yeah.
0: yeah no shit. Yeah. They're,
1: they're pretty loud. <laughs> they are. They, they are. are. So. But we'll we'll get on them. No, yeah. we will. Yeah. Good stuff. Alan, yeah. thanks so much. Have yourselves a great night. You
2: and, too. Uh, Thank uh, you. Pleasure being on. We'll uh, look see y'all forward
1: to watching Sebring and seeing, seeing you guys, seeing how y'all do. We should be there. All right. That's, That's Alan right. Martin you, with us Good tonight. Uh, Bill, we got some more stuff to talk about here, don't we? Yes, we do.
0: Yeah. Hey, so.
1: Oh, Yep. Oh, we're going to just talk? Yeah. Yeah, we'll
0: just talk. Yeah. Well. You know.
1: Is, is there a, First
0: off, let's start. You off didn't send me a gonna, video to play. No. Next week we're not going to have a show. Oh, we're not. Oh so, no, it's Christmas. Everybody's away. Perfect. No show. Like Party. We do this every single week, so it's going to. Can be... we
1: just get on you and me with some eggnog and and if yeah. I'd have known that I'd have, I'd have broken out the eggnog tonight and we could have you know roasted our chestnuts on an open fire. <laughs> not going to bite. <laughs> <laughs> uh real quick though bill i do want to say um just a big shout out to james candelaria yes uh a little quick update for those who might not have been following on on the facebook um he actually got his heart a couple days ago and uh from everything i can tell um with a little facebook post that his wife and he are putting out uh, it's they're at as good a place as you could yeah, yeah as good as you can be when you've got someone you know, a new heart and all of that and a um, lot of healing going on and it'll be a, a good bit before he's back at the racetrack. But uh and uh as my as my grandfather would say, strong leg like bull. Yes. So he will and uh the
0: good thing is that we're putting on shows, WRL's putting on shows, I think AER does a show too, so he'll have plenty to watch yep. over the next few months while yep. he uh, recuperates. And uh we'll be uh pushing his pushing his products
1: That's as much right. as we can. So, but uh, I'm sure some good wishes and prayers, and you know, however, however you do, whatever the voodoo is that you do, um, put put do, do what you can and send him some good thoughts because uh, yep. he's got uh, he's got a road to come back, but uh, he will do so. And I just want to say big 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 high out to uh to James. So, all so right,
0: James is um just for James is uh, Sentinel, yes, um the Sentinel camera system, Candelaria yep. racing product There's yep. all kinds of little electronic bits for your car.
1: Yep, like logging and smart such. guy. Yep. Smart cut. All right. What else we got? We had an election. We did. Yes, we did. Hold on a second. Do I have a drum roll? Hold on. I might have a drum roll. Uh... Dun, dun, dun. Nope. No, that's, nope, that's a trick. I guess I don't have a drum roll, no, but anyway.
0: I do somewhere, but you know, I'll hit all the wrong buttons and you'll <laughs> get the fart button.
1: Which is what I've been doing.
0: <laughs> so we had an election. Yep. Absolutely huge turnout. Nice. We, um, much more. It took us a little longer to go through the votes. That's because you were going and... one, two, three. No, I actually used uh, <laughs> software. So, yeah. So it's uh, uh, we used Excel and a few other things, and we were able to get everything counted. Yep. And the overall winners were John Wittenauer and David Keysack. So they will be uh, replacing Chris Huggins and Tiffany Alexander for the next couple of years. All right. Board of directors, and we want to welcome John, who's a regular visitor here on Inside Champ Car, David Kiesack as well. He sits uh listening to us every now and then, and uh, I think it'll be a, a good change to Champ Car. Well, we'll see. So, um, well, you
1: know, it's, it's always good to get new blood, you know, yeah. just a different perspective. Um, from from organizations I've been a part of, you know, after a couple of years of doing that kind of stuff, it gets tiring and it's a lot of time commitment. And, and, um, uh, you know, the folks who, who were in there did a great job and, you know, thank them for their service. And there, there's nothing to say that they won't come back and do it again down the road. Yeah. There's no but, limit um, to yep. that. They can't do it. So. Yep. So, yeah. um, but new ideas are good too. Yep.
0: So, so yeah. So they're, uh, I got them hooked up with email um, today, and we,
1: oh, they're uh, in trouble now. We'll start,
0: yeah, we'll start bringing <laughs> them on, onboarding them as over the next couple of weeks, so they're ready to hit the uh, hit the road when uh you know hit the ground running when they we go live with them January first.
1: I I understand the first move they're going to make is basically just all minis,
0: <laughs>
1: minis
3: five
0: point. No, five. don't say that out
3: loud. <laughs> God.
0: Get, just gonna
1: getting john in trouble already
0: bill strong said <laughs>
1: oh that's good yeah so yeah that's so, good.
0: But yeah, that, that's happening and uh let's see where else got 100 cars going to sebring yep that's pretty freaking awesome um we had a wait list and we had some cars drop out so the wait list has been getting shorter and shorter so uh we should still be at 100 cars uh when the race approaches so we have right. Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. The uh, early pay discount expired December 5th, and we're at 31 cars right now. And uh, that'll pick up after Christmas. Um, early pay discount ends January 2nd for the VIR 12 hour on South. Um, right now, we're about eight entries. Again, that will pick up again after Christmas. And of course, we head out to Harris Hill, Texas, March 10th or 9th and 10th. And the early pay discount. We keep saying early pay discount. You know what the early pay discount gets you, Brian?
1: It gets you a discount if you pay it gets early. You a
0: discount of two hundred dollars off your entry. Wow,
1: that's not nothing. So, uh,
0: yep. So uh, that's that's a good amount of money. So I mean, that could buy one one tire, right? Either one <laughs> fast tire or four decent tires, or three three stints worth of gas. Back in back in my day when I raced, you could <laughs> buy four sets of tires for two hundred bucks. <laughs>
1: Or th- or three stints worth of gas. Yes.
0: I don't know, gas has come down. It, has. it might be time for some of you guys to start detuning your cars to take eighty seven unleaded, right? Ooh. Isn't that what racers do?
1: No, they want to get more two
0: fifty a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you're not paying two fifty a gallon out there, are you? I'm
1: not paying two fifty a gallon for anything. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever pay two fifty a gallon out here.
0: Not even not even a gallon of milk.
1: Nope. No, well, no, no,
0: <laughs> not going to get that either. We head to Harris Hill, Texas um, right after that, and then uh, we head to the national championship at NCM Motorsports Park. Right now we have 15 cars entered, and the majority of those cars, with I think the exception of maybe four of those cars, are part of the national championship.
1: I was going to so, say, they're championship eligible.
0: Yes, and uh, that's going to be good, which means I need to make a championship championship decal. I need to design that up. Oh. Championship. Yep. Yeah. So we put a decal on the back in front of their cars so that everybody knows that they're part of the championship. So stay away from them. You know, don't right. rub into them. Don't don't push them off the track. What you Leave should get alone. is let them do let them pass. is like you see that sticker on a car. You just let them go by you.
1: A windshield decal so that those of us who are announcing can know which cars Well we
0: have a problem with that. We well we did that one year. Yeah. Um and Chiswick went out and got yellow, golden like he had sorry, I'm sorry, Chiswick got gold decals for the top of the window, right. which was really cool until we put them on the cars and I noticed, hey, our our contractor tire rack says no yellow.
1: Well, pick Don't a color have? that your contract allows.
0: No, I know that. But <laughs> I didn't pick it at the time. Somebody else did. Does Chizik,
1: does your contract <laughs> allow for different colored tire rack decals?
0: Yes, but they have to have maintain the white, so it has to be a dark, so which takes away that. I mean, I guess you could use like purple or something. Yeah, but um, but yeah, we just put the decals on, it. and plus right. we end up having to purchase those,
1: right? Which are not cheap. Well, how many all championship eligible cars are there?
0: Oh, there's a lot, seventy-five.
1: Okay. All right, all yeah. right.
0: So, <clears throat> well, we'll see. Who knows? If you guys keep selling out all these races; we'll be able to do stuff like that. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, So, yeah, we have 15 cars ready for that one. And the early paid discount ends for NCM on January 16th. So you have a month. Okay. So get your entries in, save 200 bucks. All right. That's a big deal. And then we head off to, I don't know, Florida because it's wintertime, April 6th. We're at Daytona. Oh. Daytona. Daytona. We've already got 27 cars signed up for Daytona. And you know what? One hundred and twenty cars is the absolute maximum we'll take. Okay, so one hundred and twenty cars. We're already up to twenty seven, and I'm telling you that race will sell out. It's going to be big. Hawk Performance is on for the uh, sponsor of that race. Had a good meeting with them at PRI. Hey, I was at PRI. Do you know that?
1: I did know that. Yeah. Saw pictures. That was fun. It was. Yeah, on, I just took
0: two pictures. I think it was on
1: I, Insta, so it, it happened. God,
0: the um, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you sent me there with a. With some goals, right? You did like to apologize. You didn't I didn't do any of it. Zero goals, <laughs> uh, and, and the reason is is we worked our asses off at that. Risk. That's great. You won't notice it. So, but no, we we uh, <laughs> we um Ray and Chelsea and I were just constantly. We had meetings all weekend. Good. We had a courses and classes and some other stuff with the sanctioning bodies, which was really interesting. Yeah. You know, you talk to hear the tracks talk about the stuff that they're having to deal with now is Mm -hmm. just insane. And it explains a lot of why they're charging what they're charging for rents. Right. um, Why, you know, ambulances charging what they're charging, why the fire, you know, the rescue people are charging. It's pretty intense. And, uh, you know, there's there's no way of getting around it. Right. You have to do this stuff. And, you know, we had to raise our prices for a certain reason. And uh, they're having to do the same thing. Right. So, which means that we had to raise our prices. So yep. um, it's tough. Yeah. Hearing the track side of it was just really eye opening, especially at Chelsea. Um, she said she learned a lot from that.
1: Yeah. You know.
0: So, well. I mean, how did you know that in Washington State, you know, some of the I think it was Washington, the tracks up there. By law. Right. If they have a corner worker um that does a flag, that's one guy. If they give that flag a radio, they have to have somebody else there to do the radio. Huh. And if we give them a electronics unit to press, that has to be another person. Really? I think it was Oregon. It could have been Oregon or Washington. I don't know. It was somewhere up north north Pacific Northwest. Huh. Interesting. You know, and and they have to pay them all minimum wage or whatever it is. And their minimum wage is, I think, what, 30, 40 bucks an hour? (laughs) It was insane.
1: It's probably 18 or 19.
0: (laughs) Which is still insane. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I made a buck 30 or something like that an hour minimum wage when I was in high
3: school.
1: Yeah, but that was 700 years ago. It's just insane. You had to go to high school, your bus was pulled by a horse. We didn't have buses. We walked to school. Exactly. So, My San point Diego, exactly.
0: Man. Nobody had buses? You My walked. point exactly. Everybody lived within a mile of each each high school. Right. Right. Yeah. It's um but yeah. So we have, you know, we have all this going on and um we met some sponsors and talked to some folks and we might have a few of them coming on. We'll see. Great. Still working those deals. Um we were able to uh uh do a lot of talk, learn a lot of stuff and it really helped us out on the path that we're taking, Champ Car, which is uh, where we're going right now. Very Try good. to keep it as you know low cost as we can. Try to keep the rules as stable as we can. Um, that's Chelsea's goal: is uh, no rule changes and just keep it stable. When we say no rule changes, you know things. And, and you got to be careful when you say that. I'll say <laughs> no new taxes. <laughs> but, you know, you, you have to be able to adapt and change as, right. as things. You know, something we find something that's really dangerous or something we have to change. Sure. Safety. But, sure, Yeah, it's we're going to try no new, no new anything, which will be good. Yes. Um, but we're going to focus on the racing, keeping it safe, keeping right. it, uh, keeping cars off each other. That's that's her goal this year. Um, we talked about uh, I posted up some stuff where, first of all, um, unfortunately, the, the rising cost of racing uh, we have. We have we started out this club, I believe it was 2014 um, as a club before that, it was a private entity. Right. But, uh, as the club, we started out at $50 to become a member and it has stayed that way for almost 10 years. Sure. And add to, uh, we were after auditing and reviewing all our, everything within the club, uh, it was decided that we needed to take up the membership to $75 per year. And, uh, which isn't, I mean, considering, what you're paying for everywhere else and right you know what's there's other entities out there still more expensive than we are when it comes to the club so right it's uh it is what it is we move on and uh that take goes into effect january 1 um and uh yeah there we are with that and then we uh discussed um one of the things that we've discussed over the years that we've that i've done was that when i got the track damage costs right we would post them up the first time i got those was at coda sure um she's uh sent me the contract to look at make sure i had everything down right and it listed the the track damage i'm like hey wouldn't this be kind of cool to put in the sup so that you know i'm a team owner i kind of want to know what i'm gonna have to pay for right guys end up hitting some. so yeah do it and there was a big shock about how much some of this stuff
1: costs right
0: you know at the time it wasn't yeah, it was it was a fair amount, but Encoda was a pretty expensive track. But still, it got me thinking. It's like, you know, got got me looking to see what the internet was saying. And of course, they're like, "Don't hit shit. <laughs> to cost you. Don't hit." Shit. Right. So, whenever I got it over the years, uh, I would put it in as as I could. Right. Um, now that we have, I have Chelsea and I discussed it and we have total access to all the contracts and we're able to go through and make sure we get all the information we can in the supplementals for you guys. And one of them is we're going to, if the track comes or the contract comes with the uh, crash damage assessment costs, we right. will put it in the subs for you so you can see it. You know what it's going to cost you beforehand. Right. The best thing to do is like we said, which got me in all kinds of internet issues, <laughs> don't hit shit. Yeah. You know, just stay off. Instead of do- going 11 tenths into that corner, Well back to 9 tenths, man. Right. You know, like I said earlier, we have drivers out there that are driving at 11 tenths when in reality their skill level is only about a 7 tenths. And yeah. I'm not talking about you guys listening. Every one of you guys are some of the best drivers in the world. It's those other guys that are not. <laughs> so those are the guys I'm speaking to. But back off, you know. You're not going to win the race your stint Right. By making that god awful pass into turn sixteen, and get upside that RX seven, right, ended up breaking a car, and that goes by personal experience, by the way. Yeah, I've made some stupid mistakes. I'm not the best driver in the world. I'm that guy that should not have been out there driving at eleven tenths. I'm only a six tenth driver. So, yeah, you know, we we all make kind of dumb. Well, some of us make dumb mistakes when we're driving. Hold back. Wait till that wait till that straightaway or wait till the next corner when you get a little clearer
1: view. Yep.
0: You know? Yeah. I just remember going into that corner thinking, I got this, I got this. And then that realization halfway through that, I don't no, got I this. Don't. Yeah. I don't have this. And yeah. I have nowhere to go. Yeah. And just, yeah, bad. So, and I know, and I know others have had that same. Yep. But, and it sucks. but you, it, you know, it does, but yeah. So we, we put those, uh, those fees up. You can argue about it all you want on the internet um the idea is to uh bring it back a bit let's let's get back to uh having fun on the track and it's less about that race yep. i mean we're racing but you, how do i put that without you know just bring it back a bit we have a lot of guys out there oh i guess i saw guys post up that Oh, these people shouldn't be out there they're you know 40 miles an hour they're not up to speed and you know they don't realize that we are a beginner series right we want those new guys out because one of these days they're going to be like ed badasses out there winning daytona
1: right you know and well and that's part of the skill of what we do you know if you're if you're at the pointy end of the of the field that certainly means you're not a beginner but you know what you were at one point let's oh, start yeah. with that we were all there at one point and but we know that when we go to a champ car race as we're talking about here that there are going to be people who have very vastly differing skill levels and it's our job as drivers to figure out who those people are and yeah. if you don't know yet who those people are you got to you got to race with them and to figure out okay this person's not quite so fast I gotta look out for those folks and and help them you know give them the time to come along so that's part of the skill set. You know, I mean, just to think about you know if you're if you're at an IMSA race of the 24 Hours of Daytona in a prototype car, and then you come up on a GTD car, they're still good drivers, but there's still a 45 or 50 mile an hour difference in speed. It's not because the guy in the GTD car is a a, a crappy driver; it's because there's a vastly amount of difference in the capabilities of the car, and they learn how to work with it.
0: And and that's something that we have, you know. And somebody said about the new people just not having experience, but I'll tell you what. I've been doing this a long time, so of other people within our organization, and the majority of issues we have are with licensed drivers. Of course, and we well, it, it's it's <laughs> no, not it's... their fault. No, I, well, it is, but it's not right. They're just not for for the first time. They're not used to the speed differential. Right. You know, there was some sort of uh, Miata or Miata racer out there recently that posted up a video about how shitty we were, and. Um, but I actually had a camera in his car and I looked at his camera and it's like, no, he had this shit scared out of him like ten times right. by faster cars. Catching him and passing him in areas, okay, it might have been a little iffy, but they made a clean pass. Right. And it just caught him off guard. He wasn't used I guess he wasn't used to that. I don't know the guy. Don't care. But
1: Well, and you know, you here's know. one of the things, and nothing I'm not disparaging Miata drivers, but in most cases, in oh, many it, series disparaging. Um, in many series, Miatas have a huge run group and they're only running against their own Miatas. Right. So, you know, if you in the SECA, spec Miata is I, I can't remember the last time spec Miatas had other cars because they normally have so many other cars, you know, in their group. Right. And then when you put, put them into a multi, it's just not something that's intuitive to them because they're right. just not used to it. They could be fantastic race car drivers yep. when their cars are the only cars on the racetrack, but they don't have necessarily, until you do it a couple of times, the situational awareness to know that I'm on the track with Corvettes and Mustangs and, and faster stuff.
0: I mean, we saw Todd Burris. Todd Burris does real – I've raced with him, yeah. against him a whole bunch. That guy is good. The whole yeah. team is really good. He's a good. national champion. Yeah, and and I think because they're able to race with us with the different speed differentials, it really helps them out a lot. Yep. But you do have those guys that just can't afford to kind of go and do the multi-type class racing yep. and, and, you know, catches a mock guard. But, there yeah, you have it's it. – it's uh. You know, again, back to the the costs. You know, we're putting we're putting that up there so that you guys know. As soon as I get home or back to the hotel, and we get the uh, get the invoices from the track, if we get one from the track, we will pass that on to the team captains. Somebody asked me why don't you pass it on to the uh, driver who caused it. I've tried that and <laughs> it doesn't work mainly right. because I don't always have a correct email address for him. Right. Hopefully that's changing the way we're processing our entrance now in the future or now and into the future. Um, I don't well, have
1: all that. Influence. And do you and, and do you always know who's in the car? No, Not always. You don't.
0: Right. No. But I, I can tell you who the team captain is. Right. And exactly. He'll answer his email really quick, especially when you send him a big bill <laughs> or even a little right.
1: bill. Right. So but until we get made... the chips on the in the Flagtronics car uh, so that we can change the chip when one driver comes in, comes out.
2: Yeah,
0: that'll be, that'll be coming. At some um, point, yeah. Yeah, and Flagtronics, actually, we talked about that at uh, uh, PRI. A PRI. Yep. Is it announced yet that um, S E C A is using electronics yes. Okay. yes. Yep. So, yeah, one of the things they're going to do is they're going to have a little disc or something like that, you know, um, that you put on your helmet or somewhere like that or a watch. I don't know what James.
1: Yeah. It, it There's different ways to, to do it.
0: Head. Yeah, different ways. But it basically radios back that, hey, Bill Strong's in the car. Right. Look out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, one of the things, um, if you're racing at Sebring. Yep. And, um, or if not, and you're having problems with your flagtronics or your transponder not showing up correctly in your um, registration system, please email me. Okay. Okay. Bill, bill.strong at champcar.org or media at champcar.org info at champcar.org it goes to Chelsea and I um, let us know I'm going through the system we're trying to clean up some stuff we're trying to get it fixed so that this stuff works sure. we've, we've got our system down now where it works but we had some earlier versions that may have been that may be causing some of your stuff to disappear so right um, or not show up correctly so we're trying to fix that now but if you have problems or know somebody let them know hey contact bill, send him your, uh, your transpond your correct transponder number that with the car number, <laughs> that's really important Team right. name and car number transponder number and your flagtronics number. If you have that, if you're renting the stuff from us, that's a little different. But, um, um, if you're going to Sebring, let me know, please, because I'm, tr- I've, uh, I'm actually contacting teams today to sort out where, um, you know, what units they are using so that we can get to, uh, Sebring. I can test out all the, this process. Right. And we should, in theory, be able to go live with all the timing and scoring stuff you get online really quick, if not before the start of the race. Sure. Um, but, uh, but yes, it's, it's one of those, please get hold of me. If this works, we're going to do the same thing at a at Daytona. Okay. Um, we will be going around Friday and verifying all your Flagtronics numbers and sure. making sure everybody's updated. Um, this will be the last, uh, if you've updated towards the end of the year here, it's, it should be good, but this will be the last time we use this version come January or our first race, which is February 3rd or 2nd. Yep. Um, that race, you'll get a brand new firmware update for it because we update the uh all the security aspects and some features to the flagtonics unit so sounds good but this will be the last one for that but yeah i guess brian wants to go
1: no it's all good that's all but good. yeah
0: we we've got a lot you know we've got a lot of stuff we're going to be doing it at, at sebring um kind of testing out some stuff on my end just to make sure that if the processes work if they don't work we'll look for another way of doing right. it to help streamline it um we have moved for those that don't know we have moved um tech away from the undercover kind of the garage area and we're moving it out towards the big uh the big lot okay over by the back straight by the bathrooms we'll have uh that all blocked off so i know some guys tend to park their semi-trucks right over in that area please don't um (laughs) hopefully we'll have that coned off for our guys after we move out of tech you can do whatever you want over there but uh for now we need that for our tech section um, you'll line up over there, and the idea is that we can run multiple cars through tech at the same time and uh, do a lot more there. We're going to be doing Flagtronics updates at tech as well. I spent a late night last night or this, into this morning kind of programming up some computers that I had laying around, and uh, we'll test those out to see if that works. Cool. Um, yeah, so a lot going on, a lot of procedures that we're going to be putting into place. Again, for this race, the uh, log system will be working Paulie, Tiffany, and I think Billy Salen will be on site doing the play-by-play for Champ Car Live at Sebring, uh, broadcast around the world. And just to let you know, we do have returning for the Road Atlanta 14-hour um, Bob.
1: Oh, Mr. Varsha. That's going to be cool. Varsha will be
0: returning for the play-by-play with Polly on site. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Um I think Tiffany may be there. We'll see. I, don't, right. I don't know what's really what, what's going on. All I know is that Bob and Polly will be there. very cool. So got stuff going on. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for Champ Car that are relatively good and not <laughs> changing VPI because I can't do any of that stuff, um, you know the way we're doing stuff or whatever. Please, please, pop me an email. Right. Um, you know, with if it doesn't, if it doesn't. Uh, you know go outside of our privacy statement or, you know, the rules of the club, then we'll take a look at it and see what happens. So,
1: yeah. More Brian. Just, uh, you can. Or Brian. You, yeah, can... you
0: can email Brian, too, and he'll forward it to me.
1: Or, or no, I was going to say, no, if you want a request for more Brian. Oh, yeah. Send more that Brian. to Bill. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And Brian, I'd like to say that uh, you have been accepted to uh, continue uh, producing this show in 2024, and I want to thank you again.
1: Yay. Cool. Okay. So. I'm I'm yeah, looking forward to it. I got to tell you, I I've had a blast the last two years doing this, and um, uh, I've I when I first did this with you, Bill, I I'd been to one Champ Car race. I stopped by to bug you at, at Fontana. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: right, yeah, for like ten
1: minutes. For, no, I was there a little oh, longer than longer. that, but not okay. much. One day, and uh, we, I
0: think I had to leave because I had to go to I had to go to SEMA. C- I right think I think so,
1: yeah, yeah. but. Uh, and uh, we had talked off and on for a couple of years and uh, you know when you contact me and asked me if I wanted to do this, I'm like yeah sure it be fun. We'll see, how, we'll see how long this lasts yeah. well we're yeah. two years in getting ready to start year number three, three? Yeah. and um, I have I am filled with gratitude that uh, we get to do this every week so yep. um, and we
0: have uh, autozone coming back on so autozone will be uh, appearing on this show as well nice and um, you got to get me
1: all uh, the info for that so that'll be cool yep and yep. Uh,
0: autozone and um, Sentinel. sentinel and eric call yeah sentinel oh, very and eric cool Hall will be on as well so
1: great eric will be uh
0: um talking to us about some uh, mobile issues throughout the year and any you know we'll have special shows with him to kind of feed us the latest and greatest about what's going on out there yep so but again you guys have any any questions for chelsea and i please email us yep. please and uh you know we are really busy with emails so don't expect an instant back answer though we tend to uh really pushed to do that. Yep.
1: So but, very cool. Yep. All
0: right, guys, thanks Tim for, uh, uh, moderating out there. Cause you know, that multi-car crazy guy <laughs> or multi-crazy car guy, he can get pretty radical out there. So I thanks guys. It. And John, congratulations. And, uh, David, if you're listening, congrats to you guys. Yep. And, uh,
1: We'll see you next week.
0: And, right. uh, well, we,
1: we won't see you next week. So let's oh, take yeah, this opportunity to wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and, and and whatever it is that you celebrate, happy and merry to you. And uh, also enjoy the new year. If you're not going to be at Sebring, uh, make sure you tune in and watch. It'll be a ton of fun. And uh, that's what I will be doing as part of my New Year's, watching the uh, the races from Sebring. And, um, but uh, we're going to see everybody in the new year in 2024.
0: On the 2nd. On the second, we'll be live here.
1: On the second, we'll be we'll be right back at it. So, um, Bill, give your best to your big family. You too, guys. Give them Thanks. hugs and everything, and uh, we will uh, we will see you in in two weeks. Yep, sounds good. All sounds right, racing guys. That's going to – oh, I've lost my music. No music. That's okay. That'll do it for another episode of (laughs) – I went to the applause and then I moved my page. You know what I mean. Anyway, that's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any episodes. It would also be great if you share it on your social media channels. Comment on the Champ Car Facebook page. Uh, Have new episodes almost every week. We'll be back in two weeks with the next one. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Bolanski. This is the Racing Wire Podcast Network and Champ Car Live on YouTube. Have yourself a great holidays. We'll see you in 2024.